welcome back to Caffeinated Conversations. I'm your host, Marissa. And Sabrina. And today we are talking about dating and the nitty gritty details all about it, our personal take on it, what's been going on in life, relationships, and, you know, as much as that we can cover, essentially. Uh, but first, you know, we have to start with our iconic, what are we drinking? I'm actually drinking Americano today. I had a little bit of a, my French vanilla creamer again on top of it, but like, you know, who cares? <laughs> it's sugar-free, so <laughs> delicious. Uh, what do you got today? I got good old Arabica blend. Just a, I don't know what it is, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> blend of something. <laughs> yeah. Fun. But Definitely yeah, can... let's get started. I think uh, you wanted to start on the topic of ghosting ghosting yes I did want to start with ghosting I'm going to preface this by saying I might be a little bit better about it I haven't I'm very opinionated about it you know for some for, for reason um but first I guess I'll start off with you know for maybe people that don't know what is ghosting is essentially the act of stopping all communication with a person it's just you cut them off completely you don't say bye you don't say anything you just drop them like they never meant anything to you so with that in mind, personally, I would say that I am highly against ghosting, but there are certain certain situations where I don't mind it. Uh, those would be the instances where it's a toxic moment, toxic person. Uh, you actually haven't met them in real life and you just weren't feeling the vibe. Um, things like that. Sure, I absolutely understand. But where I really get heated about ghosting is <laughs> when you have built something with that person, okay? You know what? You've gone on three dates, four dates, maybe. They're like, I want to introduce you to my parents. I want to take you home. Like, you know, I love what we have here. Like, this is going so well. I'm not seeing anyone else. You know, things like that that really, like, you know, make your heart race a little bit. You're like, damn, he's not seeing anyone else. Three days later, <laughs> never hear from him ever again. You know, it's like, what? What went wrong? <laughs> That's what I want to know. What happened in those three days where you told me you want to take me home to mom? And next thing you know, <laughs> <bye>. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, if you're seeing someone else, that's fine. Just tell me. Don't lie to me, right? Don't be like, I'm not seeing anyone else. Like, you're the only person I'm dating. When that could easily be a lie, realistically. Or if you just weren't interested anymore, let me know. Because now I'm stuck in this constant loop of being like, okay, but like, what went wrong? What could I have done differently? And it's so frustrating because like, by the third, fourth date, you know, you kind of start feeling like you have feelings for that person already. Like, you built a little bit of a relationship already so you are expecting a little bit more at that point you want more communication you want them to be more upfront because like you know you can't just let someone hang like that you're in your mid-20s early 30s like you can be a lot better than that yeah <laughs> so that is probably the most irritating thing about ghosting and i'll admit i've done it in the past but that's you know for, again instances where maybe i didn't meet the person wasn't feeling the vibe but I've had to recently, when I went on a date, you know, I wasn't feeling the vibe, text him a couple of days later, hey, you know what, I enjoyed our time together, but I don't think it's going anywhere. And he was like, oh my God, thank you for letting me know. Growth. That happened? Like, That's good. Yeah, exactly. So like, why is it so difficult to send out a little text message or even better, call them, I don't know, something, just some form of communication. Yeah. So yeah, that is my take on it. It drives me up the wall. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I completely get it. Like, yeah, is that at what point is it considered ghosting? And I don't think it counts when the conversation kind of just fizzles out. Like, you just lost the vibe. 
maybe I don't want to for the ride. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But because that's happened many times, like I need a good, I need a good sense before I meet someone. Like I need to kind of feel their energy, even through text, because Mm -hmm. if I get off vibes, like something's not right, like I don't want to meet up because we have to protect ourselves too. But yeah, I can see like after you build some sort of like connection relationship and then all of a sudden it just goes flat, deadline flat, like B. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's okay for us to like check in, be like, hey, like, is everything okay? But like, if there's no response or maybe like they were sick or something, but technology is at our finger, fingertips. It's really easy to pick up unless like they're really in like the hospital can't god forbid but you know there there is circumstances where like things like this can happen but it's so easy to pick up the phone and like talk to people nowadays exactly we're all addicted to our cell phones it's not very far from you but there's a self-awareness that comes with it and I've been really working on this because I've been single for quite a while like but like you have to be aware of what you want in life and if it's communication then that's not it then those people aren't the ones for you clearly because you just got to let that go like let them go if they don't want to communicate or can't communicate on the same level you are then why waste time running it through your mind so much like what's wrong with me like who cares like that's on them like you know what you deserve then you keep going but then (laughs) there's I had a bit of like a like two year I want to call it the haunting it's not just ghosting it's haunting (laughs) because it's the type of people who are in your life but then whenever they feel like it they'll just disappear for like a week you won't hear from them and then all of a sudden they'll come back like nothing happened it's like excuse me like sir where did you go but this is where I seen I've seen this video and it's this girl she's talking about how her mom told her that if if someone gives you butterflies that's your body's way of telling as a warning sign that something's wrong like mm-hmm. you crave the affection of like their approval their small small acts of affection like minuscule and you get these butterflies in your stomach but it's actually nerves. Like, do they like me? Do they like me? They're trying to figure out like what's going on because like this happened to me until I had this epiphany moment. Just like, yo, I am an amazing person. I deserve so much more than this. And I just kind of stopped all forms of communication. And then they came back and were obviously the same routine. It's like Casper the ghost coming back out from... (laughs) dead to haunt me but like I was just so over it at that point and I had it was this past November where I went first well let me step back for a second but after that two-year relationship I really took a pause to like reflect what I need and what I want in a relationship and that was not it that was absolutely not it I I in all honesty I had a lot of anxiety about dating and having like letting people in like especially like being around men I didn't want them 
to just have me. Like they needed to appreciate me. Like for all I am, because I'm a very good person and I've been through a lot and I, I have a lot of wisdom wisdom from going through shit just in life and I feel. But I want, yeah, I want to be appreciated. But it wasn't until November when I went to Tulum of all places, like <laughs> everybody goes to party. But I met somebody there like from the first night I landed there and I went to Tulum. Like I really needed a vacation. Like I had taken over my dad's business last year and it was a hell of a year. Like I just felt like I hadn't taken a breath yet. So when I was going on this vacation, I went in completely open-minded and ready to have like the best time of my life. Whatever happens, happens. And I met this guy there and we seen each other for like five days that um, he was there he was there for a shorter time and we seen each other every single day when I was there but in that small time frame I was we talked about like our traumas we talked about how generational traumas uh, we talked about our love languages I don't know if you know what your love language is have you done the test I have many times and I can never remember, but I want to say it's affirm- words of affirmation. I definitely like being told that I'm doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm words of affirmation and uh, acts of service. And then I think it was like quality time and then physical touch. Like it was just, it goes yeah, down. I know, but I know for sure physical touch is like dead last for me too. <laughs> yeah, so he was physical touch and quality time. And he actually made the point where it's just like, apparently it's things um, that you lacked as a kid. Like, get it? I was like, damn, <laughs> it's sad. <laughs> but we talked about like everything. And in that short period, I even ended up flying to LA to meet like after I took a trip to Colombia as well. And we, it was just so calm. And I think that's where that video comes in where I didn't feel butterflies. I just felt calm around him mm-hmm. and it was just I didn't have to worry or anything like I was we were on a beach in Malibu drinking Riesling watching dolphins on the sunset like it was a freaking movie I I reflect, sound back, real. <laughs> I reflect back on it I was like, wow. like that was so nice <laughs> and I appreciated him and I told I told him my words of affirmation I have to tell people but I like I told him I like I appreciated like how he made me felt like I felt safe I felt like I could be myself around him and it was just calm and mm-hmm. we just left it as that like it, it, I kind of just compartmentalized it as that was like a a time frame that I needed it was like the universe letting me know that this is this is what you need not that fucking butterfly nervous anxiety <laughs> shit with somebody uh yeah, you need so, this calmness yeah. <laughs> yeah it was so nice and I appreciate him for being that part of my life like my yeah. journey of like growing and exactly yeah. and it's good that you can recognize that like it was just good in that moment to help you grow to kind of learn from that you know it doesn't yeah. really need to be anything other than that it was just like you know he was just a really nice person it was a great time for you to meet him because you're yeah, going we, through such a tough time yeah we were both pretty clear like dating is freaking hard and we uh, we I we don't know what harder we're doing, but so far yeah well that too but in, in that moment it was just like wow this is great yeah, <laughs> why can't exactly. it be so easy 
damn well I can't say I've had any like fun experiences like that I'm still waiting for my fairy tale (laughs) (laughs) gotta find an American boy (laughs) I mean you know what I tried that and then that American boy was just not it for me I mean we only talked online and he was like just I don't know I can't even describe it it was just very strange I don't think I heard this one it was just lots of like hey baby how you doing baby I'm like I just baby I miss you I'm like I don't even know you in real life sir stop calling me baby yeah how do you miss me when you don't even know me exactly so which brings me to a point of understanding your partner as well this is huge like you need to understand people's wants and needs but first you need to understand yourself like yeah you have to take time to um understand what you want and need because how if, if you don't know what you want and need how do you expect somebody else to know what you no, want that is a valid point and I think that was like my biggest issue growing up like well not, well, not so much growing up but like when I was younger and dating it's that I didn't exactly know what I wanted like I knew I wanted to be in a relationship but what did I want out of that relationship like it was so much more than I just wanted someone there so I wasn't lonely you know I needed to actually build something and I think I lacked a lot of communication growing up and, you know, I've had a lot of instances where I wasn't just, I wasn't mature enough to say the least. So yeah. I look back on that, I reflect on, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I was a little messed up. <laughs> I wasn't a very good partner either. So I can't blame everyone either. Like I definitely had like my issues with dating. Um, yeah. But you know, we all, now that we I'm all have older, for sure. More mature. I know what I want. I know what I'm going for. That's why I'm still so against ghosting. <laughs> because I know what I want and it's not to be ghosted and yes I know I need to just like brush it off get over it but at the same time it's like you know if I respect them I feel like you know they need to respect me too it's like it goes both ways but not everyone's going to be like that yes I'm aware of that (laughs) some people are out here lying to you that they got sick and got COVID or in a hospital when you know they didn't you should really tell them that (laughs) (laughs) yeah I went on um I went on a date with this guy who, you know what? I really liked him. He was super cute. Um, we were pretty similar, like same like humor, I guess, and just bonded over a lot of things. We talked about quite a bit. Went on about four dates. Our last date was an escape room. Had a lot of fun. Like, you know, we interacted really well. And then, you know, we left the escape room and things got a little bit heavy and hot. And like, it was just like, ooh, shit, you know? <laughs> Me just cringing over here. <laughs> It was a moment. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> then we're like, how about we go to the drive-in theater on Friday? This was all like on a Wednesday. And I was like, oh, right. That sounds like a great idea. Let's go to the drive-in. What are we going to do there? <laughs> so um, we leave. I go home. I text him. Had a great time. Hope to, see, you know, can't wait to see you. He's like, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Had a great time. Whatever. Next day, I don't hear from him again. And mind you, we had been texting every single day up until that point. So then a day, uh, the day passes and he texts me the day after saying, oh, I, I think I have COVID. I'm in the hospital. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Are you okay? <laughs> like, should I be concerned? Like we made out, like, do I have COVID? Like, and I start panicking because I still live at home and I'm like, oh my God, this is like when the height of COVID was. So I'm like, I'm about to murder my family right now. Like, what am I going to do if I have COVID? None of us are vaccinated yet. Like, this is not a good time. And he did not respond to me for another like 40 or sorry, for another like maybe 10 hours or so. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm still sick. Uh, I'll get back to you when I can. And I was like, okay, 
And then, you know, a week went by, <laughs> another week went by and I'm like, oh, I think he's fine. I, I don't think I'm going to hear from this man again because mind you, social media exists. You know, girls were private investigators. <laughs> you creeped him? <laughs> I found out that he was fine. So, you know, I'm glad that he wasn't in the hospital and he wasn't dying of COVID. I did not get COVID. So he was fine. But like, who lies about that? Who lies to ghost yeah, about that's that? that's just bad karma anyways. That's so. extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever lie about being sick. Especially if like the other person was at risk of getting sick too. It's like, you know, then I was spiraling. I'm like, my whole family's about to be infected, man. You need to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a severe hypochondriac. I'm paranoid about death. So it was also not a good combination. I spent that like the couple of days just panicking. I've had Isolating the worst yourself. panic attack that week. Being like, this is it. You know what? Death's coming. Like I'm done. <laughs> it was not a good week for me. Because that was before I was on meds. So I just could not handle it. <laughs> it was so stressed. <laughs> so yeah, moral of the story. If you don't like someone, tell them. Because you never know how they're going to react about it. Or... Don't yeah. lie about being sick. Just be like, hey, not interested. Bye. Easy peasy. Yeah, Lemon easy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I had last summer was um, quite the character. I went on a date and it was okay, like for the first one, but we also drank wine. So that might have been, that might have been something like it's easier to communicate, I guess, on when for some people when they've had some beverages, but some liquid courage. <laughs> yeah. And we went on about three dates, but by the time the third date came, I couldn't think of a thing to talk about because all he would, like, it would just be like, how was your day? What is your plans? Uh, like, I was like, oh my God. And I was having conversations in my head, like, this isn't me. I can literally think of anything and I can't think of a thing to talk about with this guy. Like, there's absolutely nothing. It was drier than freaking drywall and he was actually a plaster <laughs> but, oh, no. but like the, I think the thing that really got me was uh we were at a dog park watching walking his dog and he there was like a Filipino girl she was on a FaceTime with her family back in the Philippines or somebody back in the Philippines and she came up to me and put me on this FaceTime call and said to the person on the FaceTime call, there's a pretty girl here. And I was like, oh, like, just like, what do I do? <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, oh, hi, like I've been to the, been to the Philippines. It's beautiful. Like what else was I supposed to do? If that was my partner that would, or whoever I was with at the time, I would laugh. That's hilarious. Yeah. But his energy just shifted into like this, like, and I felt it. Like I was like, oh, that like, cut like a knife and his face like scrunched up like and then he just took his dog and went across the 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 gated dog park and I was like that's that's a red flag let me take a sip of my coffee (laughs) and I ended up I ended up um ending it being like hey like listen I don't think this is gonna go anywhere because our communication just doesn't vibe and what no I left it I it was an easy conversation fast forward six months later like just a couple weeks ago he messages me being like hey I just wanted to let you know that um I 
never wanted to let you go. This is just a short-term version, but it was like a whole essay. Uh, I never wanted to let you go. And I hope like you're doing well. And if you want to grab a coffee, we could talk, talk and meet up. But, and then he says, but if you've moved on, please let me know. So I don't want to be a bother to you. I was like, Sir, let me flip to the calendar. It's been six months. And I just wrote him night. Like I wrote a really like nice message. It was like, cause he messaged me at like 11 at night and I thought maybe he had some drinks or something. So I was just going to let it, let it ride out. Didn't want to open it until like the morning. And also I wanted to go to bed like, with good energy. I didn't want to read that at that moment. Mm-hmm. But the next morning I kind of forgot about it. And I just went to the gym and I got another message like, did you read my message? I was like, hey, like I did read your message. It's been, and then I said, it's been six months. So it would be concerning if I didn't move on. Like that would be an underlying issue I should be working on or something. <laughs> and I just said, I've done, last year was like a whole year of growth. Like I've, I've done so much since we met. Like I really don't see it being beneficial for me to go backwards. I was like, I think we should just leave it at that. I don't think our communication was on the same level. So I hope, like, take care kind of thing. And I just, that was it. And I, I honestly just blocked it because I don't need that in my life. Like, that was the exactly. universe's way to tell me, like, it was a test. Like, have you grown? Or are you going to go back? Like, <laughs> it's no. just for me, it's like the audacity, though. <laughs> just six months later, hey, it's like kind of like sending you you up text. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's just like, hey, like I didn't want to let you go. I was like, I ended it. Like, we went. Let like, me go. <laughs> yeah, three days. I went for the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's that's hilarious. Well, I, yeah, I've never been haunted. That is truly an exceptional experience <laughs> to <first>. be haunted. <laughs> I mean, I'm flattered. Like, come back. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. They knew what they lost. <laughs> Yeah, so like there's ghosting, but then there's also self-awareness that we need to focus on and really understand that like we don't need it. And then there's better out there, better people that are alive instead of ghosts. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we're learning about, you know, that we don't need these ghosts. You know what? They, if they were meant to be, it would have been meant to be right if they're just gonna yeah. up and leave they're not for you they're not the person you want to be with if they're gonna ghost you or like ghost you and then come back and reappear in your life that's not the person you want because then they're gonna be flaky like that's not mm-hmm. that's not a good person for you yeah so I want to ask you Marissa what's your thought about dating for potential um I mean when it comes to dating for potential, not for potential but dating and like seeing potential dating and seeing potential I mean I'd say that I've definitely done it I've dated to see potential and see growth in that person but I don't think it's necessarily ideal but we also all have to date for potential in a way in the beginning because you don't know anything about them um my biggest issue though I feel like I've had these expectations on the other person to be you know to kind of improve themselves to be the best version of themselves to grow and like you know just succeed and life and that was like me mentally being like okay but like you know you have to do a little bit more (laughs) and that's not fair for me to kind of push that onto someone else even if it's mentally 
everyone kind of has their own potential. They see their own potential and it's their choice if they want to work on that. If they're comfortable being where they are, that's on them and you can't change that. Um, but that's what you, you know, that's what you see at first. It's like, you know, just this person that you're like, man, maybe they could do more. Maybe they could be shaped into who I, who I want. But at the end of the day, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's the thing. I think you took the words out of my mouth. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in the beginning, we all we have is potential. So it's only based on what people say, what I say, what the other person says. Like, we can only really run on that because we don't know who they are yet. But it comes with time and, and the actions taken, like what, like it, for our, our wants and needs, like we kind of see it through other people's actions. And of course we have to communicate our wants and needs and see if we're all on the same page with that as well. And which I don't think I did in the past. And now that I'm more self-aware, I know going into my future relationships, like that's communication. It just comes around communication as well. Communication but is key. In the past, like, there's basic needs for me that I, I, I guess from my past relationships now that is important to me, and that's like financial literacy, and that's not even like, like, not like stocks or anything. It's just basic understanding of finances. Mm. I like I had to teach why credit was important, and I shouldn't have to. We were like. I think he was like 27 at the time. And I shouldn't have to teach you why credit is important. No, that's my basic, basic need. One of the, my basic needs, like just be able to support yourself and understand because if we're going to build a future, like I shouldn't, I really shouldn't have to teach that. No, not at all. At that's, all. That's <laughs> like, how are you going to, how are you going to build something like that? You know? Yeah. That's like so. the one thing that everyone should really have an understanding of is finance. <laughs> like, you know, know about yeah. your financials, like you really but need I, to take care of that. I always try, I always see like the best in people. And I think that's also a downfall because no matter like what potential you see in someone, if they don't see it in themselves, it doesn't matter like it, mm-hmm. it has to come from you like I know my potential like I always try to like be the best version of myself I'm always learning to be the best version of myself and I want the same in someone else like mm-hmm. there's if you think you're flat out the best in the world like and haven't done your reflections or how you can improve yourself like I think I was just I had this idea of what I wanted in a partner but I was looking for it in the wrong places I was trying Mm -hmm. to I was trying to help people see who they could be instead of and there's no wrong with like encouraging growth there's nothing wrong with that like you can always like let someone know like hey like you would be really good at blah 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 because maybe they don't know it yet Mm -hmm. and it could spark a new uh interest or career even yeah exactly but you can't force it just like plants you can encourage growth but you can't force it exactly we can't we can't fix people (laughs) like when our job is not to fix people as much as like that sometimes that happens in relationships you know the point is to grow together and kind of build something together and you both have to be on the same page about it too it's like they have to be willing to grow you have to be willing to grow and you adapt you know like you're supporting each other not one yeah. person all the way down here and like they're all the way up here and it's like well no like we're in a partnership 
yeah like I you hear but I've been I've been around people talking about their relationship for like seven eight years and they complain to me about their relationship it's like you are complaining to the wrong person and there's a huge thing on like projection in relationships like it's like are you listening to yourself because I don't think you're listening to yourself yeah like, you're telling yourself everything that you want but it's exactly. clearly not in this person we all get comfortable though I guess that's also the big thing we get comfortable in these relationships that you almost turn a blind eye to what isn't working because you you know you're so used to this person especially if it's like a long-term relationship you know you just it's so hard to get out of that cycle you know once you're already in you're like oh man like we, I guess we could be growing together, but like, you know, I don't know how we're already, we're already okay, I guess. But I hate when he does this or I hate when she does this, <laughs> you know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. There's a lot of learning, a lot of awareness in it, but yeah. I, as long as we're learning, it's okay. <laughs> we will eventually find the people that we want. Hopefully. I'm okay. Like, know. That's the thing is like, I'm okay with being uh, single until I find someone that's Mm-hmm. appreciates me and obviously like I'll appreciate them but it has to flow it has to be calm it has to I don't want no freaking butterflies <laughs> but, but I um, think that's been my one of my realizations in the last couple of months maybe six months it's like I think I'm okay with being single now I definitely was at a point where I was just like I don't like being alone it's so crappy being alone but I think that was something I needed to work on on myself was being comfortable alone because like how are you gonna like you know get someone to love you if you can't love yourself, right? Isn't that the yeah. time we'll say? I've said that in an, in a live um, with my friend, and I said I was like, if you can't enjoy your own time, like by yourself, how can you expect somebody to enjoy your time? Exactly, because but it's if you need someone to be there constantly, but it's not gonna work. The, the, I think that's an underlying issue that should be addressed. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. you, need, you need to be alone at some point. It's not the end of the world to be alone. And I think that's how, you know, general society looks at it. It's like being alone is so sad, but really it's kind of refreshing. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely like an extroverted introvert, introvert mm-hmm. because I love like meeting people and uh, talking and <laughs> everything mm. but I my battery my social battery like depletes it runs out yeah I'm like I'm like okay I'm, I gotta go back <laughs> gotta <chill>. recharge <laughs> yeah yeah so no I'm, I'm definitely the same way too it's like you know you you love people but at the same time you need a break from people <laughs> mm-hmm. it can't be constant shall we talk about bad dates though I mean, I, bad and cringy dates. I love talking about those. We'll have to get the audience, the audience, the listeners to the tell audience. us about this, tell us about their bad dates. Because I'm sure there's plenty of stories out there. And I love hearing terrible, cringy, the worst dates possible, first dates, second dates, whatever. So tell me yours. <laughs> mine. Mine is, mine should go into a Hall of Fame. <laughs> mine was... I don't know if it, it was like maybe how old am I? It was like maybe six or seven years ago. Six or yeah. seven years ago, I was living downtown, 
and I should have turned around as soon as I got to the door of his car. Like, I was waiting outside and he was picking me up. It was like a Cadillac. I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> I opened the door and there's just garbage everywhere. All over no. the seats, at the feet and everything. And I, I leaned in and I said to him, where do I sit? <laughs> <laughs> and he just grabs all the garbage, starts chucking it into the back seat. No. You knew it. You knew it. You were picking me up. They could have done a little bit of spring cleaning. <laughs> I was just like, I just had a, like a thought, like, was he trying to test if I was going to like turn around or something? <laughs> he put it there on purpose. But I was like, in my head, I was like, turn around, Sabrina. But I freaking didn't listen. And he took me to the Dufferin Mall, which everybody in Toronto knows, like, not the greatest mall ever. Mm -hmm. But we went to Toys R Us. <laughs> he has a kid, so I don't know the topic of his kid came up. And we went to Toys R Us. And he continued to find a fart gun and start doing this fart gun all over uh, Toys R Us. And I was just embarrassed. And he found like a maternity chair for, for like a nursery and he sat in there and started closed his eyes and pretended to sleep. And I'm standing there like, what is happening right now? Like, what is this date? Like, anyways, Toys R Us finished and he goes, are you hungry? I was like, yeah, like maybe we're going to go somewhere. Nope. He takes me to the food court in Dufferin Mall and we go to McDonald's. <laughs> yum <laughs> and he goes he pulls out a coupon and after he finishes paying he turns to me and says I was going to use two but I didn't want you to think I was cheap I was like oh wow like <laughs> this can't get any worse it did he we started talking got on the topic of I have I had a brother who was special needs and Unfortunately, he passed away since then, but he, he was telling me that if he had a kid that was disabled, he would abort it. And he was like fighting me on it. And I was so offended. My brother with special needs, like, I feel like uh, people with special needs embrace our biggest insecurities. Like mm -hmm. my brother was never afraid to go up to anybody, say hi, like, want to meet people he would sing wherever he felt like he would wanted to sing and that is freaking beautiful like we are so scared of our own shadows most of the time mm -hmm. and he was just out there so like I was just very upset by this conversation but I just wanted a ride home so I just sat there yeah. and continued to tell me how he how he, he conceived his son like he banged some Brazilian girl in a back alley of a Toronto nightclub and Jesus. child services phone and I was like wow like good for him for taking this child because he would have been put into the system but like mm -hmm. it was just a lot it was a lot for a first day oh my god this was the first day and that, that's that was his only redeeming quality is that he took in the kid yeah and I was <laughs> everything like, else red flag <laughs> yeah it was a whole parade of flags so I was like oh my yeah. god the fact that you got in the car, though, is still, you know, what kills me. Saw the mess. Oh, let me just scoot that over and, and take a seat. 
Yeah, it took a lot of energy out of me. Like, I think after that, I stopped dating for a while. I might have deleted the app. (laughs) When a person takes you to Dufferin Mall, not even the Eaton Center, Dufferin Mall. (laughs) No. Yeah. It's not the vibe. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) There was no potential shown in that. (laughs) No, no potential. Hey, you know what? We all make mistakes sometimes. <laughs> oh. You know, right. no, he, he said, oh, text me and I did, did not. That was a good That was good. That is, I didn't make a mistake there. <laughs> that is a time where I will say ghosting is acceptable. <laughs> yeah. It was a terrible day. So maybe we'll but wrap yeah. up today. We talked about ghosting. I didn't and... tell about my day. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not as exciting as yours, but I have a bad date story. <laughs> okay, so like, I, I'll be honest, being in Australia, everyone thought I was hot shit. It was great. You know, I was getting to left and right. They're like, oh, she's foreign. She's Canadian. Look at that Canadian accent. And I was just like, damn. <laughs> but anyways, I go on a date. We went on a first date. It was great. We went to the dog park with his dogs and just chilled. It was a breakfast date too, which was so strange to me. I've never been on like an early morning date. So I thought, oh my God, he's normal. Like, this is like really cute. We're going out before 11 He's normal. We're, <laughs> we're not drunk. We're walking his dogs. This is beautiful. So like, I had a really good time. I'm like, hey, I'd love to see you again. And he's like, yeah, like, I'd love to see you again too. So we go on a second date. This is where things change a little bit. Um, we go out to a bar, not even dinner. We just went straight to the bar, straight to get drinks. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, so uh, we were already skipping everything. Here we go, whatever, no big deal. Go to the bar. He starts getting a little bit tipsy, starts getting a little bit touchy feely, and I'm just like, okay, I'm like, sure, like we're in public, but like, mm. at least you're cute. <laughs> I'm not physical touch. Yeah, I'm not physical touch, especially not in public. <laughs> but then he moves a little bit closer, and he's just like, I love your chocolate skin, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I cringe. I, I wanted to scream. I'm like, who says that to someone? Who says that at all? Like, why is that the thing that came to your head? And it didn't stop there. He's like, I want to taste your chocolate skin later. And I'm like, no, yeah. you're not tasting anything. There's no tasting here. I am not a taste bar. <laughs> like, no, no, no. He's like, oh, but your chocolate, you smell so good. Oh, and then I forgot. He also said, I love your curly African hair. Oh, he, was, he was running like, his fingers through it and kind of combing it I'm like I love this curls and I love your skin and I'm like <gasps> this so is why we went on the breakfast date <laughs> literally <laughs> and I cannot get out of there faster like it was not cute um you know he luckily he was like okay let's go and I'm like you're, I'm going home thank you he dropped me off and he's like can I come in I'm like no goodbye <laughs> nice to meet you but no <laughs> well maybe we should maybe we should talk about our time in uh, australia sometime yeah. we both we both uh moved to australia we traveled southeast asia and then moved to australia we have a lot we of split ways we have a <laughs> lot of stories in general <laughs> yeah we did split for a little bit in australia but then i ended up moving back in with her <laughs> yeah in the same room <laughs> this is kind of how we became like best friends everything all our travel definitely helped (laughs) yeah but that'll be another day so just stay tuned for whatever part that will be (laughs) 
We promise. Yeah, it'll be follow us on Spotify. Give us a rating. Yes, and interact with us. We're going to be leaving little questions on Spotify uh, now that I figured out how to make it work. <laughs> so you can drop us a line there or like shoot us a message on it's Instagram at CC Podcast underscore. Um, yeah, let us know how your cringy dates went. Exactly, I love it. Love hear about cringy I have dates. So many. I have so many dates. <laughs> I went through a big dating phase after my first boyfriend and I think we all did. Said, yeah. I did a lot of dating after my first boyfriend, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. But then now I've done quite a few years of reflecting after yeah. my last. <laughs> yeah. Now it's not so much, but to be fair, you know, pandemic, but also self-reflecting pandemic definitely helped. I will say as annoying as it was, it definitely helped me kind of see the person that I am and kind of shape yeah. who I am. It gave you a lot of time to reflect. I think that did it for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. you even seen on social media how like um, mental health and therapy became really big. Um, like exactly. People were talking about it. I was like, dang, and that's another thing that made me get into therapy. I was like, I was like all right, okay. It's becoming cool. <laughs> yeah it's mainstream now yeah no but it's important it's important no it is it's so important and I'm glad that it's actually being talked about now and it's normalized I suppose which it should have been the whole time but you know people are not fully but it's getting in time yeah um thanks for having a coffee with us Marissa you have a good rest of your day you too I have to bake some cakes today so that'll be fun I actually helped someone dig themselves out just before this podcast oh. because we got 55 centimeters of snow and of snow. We, got, we got the most in Ontario Ashwa got the most in Ontario I was oh, that's so rough I've been broken yesterday I worked <laughs> from 4 a.m till it was like 9 p.m you poor thing you need to go take a long nap and just relax today <laughs> like no more snow it's Hopefully. okay I know it's gonna rain all right all right Thanks, everyone. Bye.